Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Embarrassing Diary. Thank you so much for the messages on the last episode. I was definitely flattered by so many messages and this is the first time that has ever happened to me. I'm not used to it. I didn't know so many people were actually listening on the show. This is only the first month that this show is on air so I'm really grateful for your messages and this is something that definitely we're gonna delve in the next episodes. But Today, we're going to discuss about an equally important matter that has affected the whole world, the whole planet, and this is a zero-waste philosophy and mentality. For that, I will not be alone. I have a very special guest, an activist, a medical biologist, a TEDx speaker twice, and the head of research and education at Zero Waste Indonesia. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited to introduce you, Nila Patti. Hi, Nila. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And you? I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me to your lovely podcast. I don't know how many guests you had, but you know, you guys never see the one like this before. (laughs) This is where the magic starts because Nila has the golden touch. So it's definitely going to be something really epic with today's episode. I, I just have a feeling. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't want to hide up too much, you know. <laughs> okay, you guys can watch Netflix. No, I'm just joking. Just, just join us in this conversation. It's something really important. Nila is a very charismatic person. She has dedicated her life um, into something very important that affects everyone, literally everyone. But I don't want to talk about it myself. I want to give the stage to you, Nila. If you can introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your life philosophy and how this all started. Sure. So hi, everyone. Really nice to meet you in this podcast. Uh, my name is Nila Pati Pelupesi. I'm um, currently living in Indonesia. And what I do is simple. I ask people to join me on low-waste living or zero-waste lifestyle and how this lifestyle can actually change you, not just in the amount of trash that you created, but also personally and you know financially as well. Um, the reason why I start this is because, you know, when we're talking about waste and trash, I come from a country where everything is being dumped on the landfill. Like there's no process of the trash properly you know um and it's it's very heartbreaking if you might if i may say it is very heartbreaking to see how the treatment of the waste is not being managed properly like there's no process um so what i did is like how we can start at home and how we can actually contribute in a positive way so we don't actually creating additional burden to the landfill, but we're actually creating a sort of a solution from at home. And I can promise you, everyone can do this. Like mm. everyone. I, I started when I was a student at university. And um, when you're a student, everything is limited. And even then, even then when everything is limited, we still can do this. So I yeah. hope with this podcast, we can share some knowledge and you can learn one or two things from the lifestyle. Nice. It's so beautiful the way you even talk about it. So um, can you describe us a little bit of how a typical day looks for someone who has adopted the zero waste philosophy? Sure, sure. So what is important to understand from people is that zero waste doesn't mean that I don't produce any trash. Yeah. So this is a completely different mm. thing. It's like, okay. yes, guys, I went to the bathroom. I mean, you know, like normal bodily functions still works. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
I mean, that's a question that people have, you know, especially children. I was like, zero with don't you go for party? And I'm like, yes, I did go for party, you know? So that was somebody else. She's a normal human, okay? Exactly. So that's still happening. Um, but the, <laughs> the one thing that we make difference is that it's depending on where you are. Um, if you're listening from a country where there is a segregation, you know, like when you separate the plastic, the organic waste, the cardboard, for example, then it's, then it's a perfect place to start because then you can just follow the system that is being provided by the government, right? But if you do not have, like how mm-hmm. you can right. is by make sure that all of this packaging is not coming into your home in the first place. The mm-hmm. reason the reason why is because when you buy fruit and vegetables and then you put it in this plastic bag, right? If you don't realize it, there is a cost to it as well. So there is a cost for this small little plastic bag by the vendors, by the shops, you know, that you pay as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you use it for just a couple of minutes for you to bring the fruit at home and then you change it to different containers. It's a wasting of money in a way. So when I uh, start this lifestyle, I kid you not, <clears throat> what I use is an old pillowcase, you know, like those, those one that has a hole in it that you don't want to use it anymore. Um, so I just took my old pillowcase, go to the market in Nijmegen, you know, like go to the market there and start putting in vegetables and fruit and everything that I need. In that, in that, um, in the pillowcase, know, in the sleeping in the pillow. Pillow. Okay. Wow. Exactly. So when I go to uh, pay in the counter, you know, for the cashier, the lady looked at me and the lady was like, are you okay? You know, like, <laughs> is, is everything all right? Are you like in different kind of mental stage or something, you know? So um, I, then, then I tell the story that it's like, okay, I don't want to use a single-use plastic because yeah. I realized that, you know, I want to reduce the amount of trash that coming into my house, mm. right? Because, because plastic essentially cannot be treated properly, like not 100%, let's say. It cannot be recycled into its own thing because mm. contamination, you know, like if you add oil in it and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, what is interesting is that the lady said to me like, okay, well, you don't use our plastic, so I'll add extra oranges for you or extra this for you. So I mean, I was like, okay. I mean, I, I don't say no for free stuff. You know, like this kind of thing. So, so I realized that, okay, if I change something, people start to notice, mm-hmm. right? And they, and they start to compensate as well because they realize like, oh, I don't have to spend plastic for this lady. Then let me just give her something nice because she's right. Same story when I want to buy takeout food, like, you know, takeout container. I I like fries. Like I live with fries and ice creams, you know, like it was, it was a university. It was university. I know. (laughs) So don't just me. Anyway. So like. (laughs) I will go to the to the place where you buy your fries with a with a container, you know, like this container, like the uh, the plastic boxes, you know, cheap one that you can buy yeah. anywhere, right? Um, but it's reusable. You can reuse it for so many times. And I kid you not, the guy will look at me. It's like, okay, this is new, you know. <laughs> and then they will they will give me fries, but then I pay, all, I pay the same price as my friend, but I got more fries. Wow. Yeah, so, because he was like, oh, you're being good to the environment. Let me contribute as well. Like, you know, uh-huh. this kind of thing. So, and it happened multiple times, multiple times. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I stopped eating junk food. 
So mm -hmm. because, you know, like this chips bags, uh, the one that you buy in the supermarket, I don't buy it anymore because I decided like I'm not using single use plastic at all. I want to mm -hmm. change completely, you know, I want to make sure that my contribution to the environment is in the organic ways. So mm -hmm. that means like, you know, going for composting instead of packaging that cannot really be treated. Yeah. So I will not buy junk food. And it. there are two things that happen when you stop doing that. The first thing is the health aspect for sure, right? So you become healthier because my snack will be whole food, like fruits, mm -hmm. vegetables, nuts, you know, like anything that you can get without packaging. And the second thing is that you will save money because you're not buying compulsive stuff anymore. Like mm -hmm. there is some thought behind that makes you think, I want to buy this, but do I really need this? So yeah, you yeah. distinguish between needs and wants. Yeah, That's yeah. something uh, of this lifestyle that is, uh, you know, like that, that you can give it a try as well. So yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing that's, that's basically on the shopping side. And then when you get home, you try to make sure that, uh, you know, everything that you own is reusable, can be reused all the time or has a long shelf life. Um, like for example, clothing, you buy quality instead of quantity, um, stop buying the cheap brand because the cheap brand do child labor, you know, like, so yeah, the impact yeah. goes beyond, beyond just trash that you created. It yeah, goes yeah. on your, um, you know, consumerism level. It goes on your purchase decision. And if you purchase something else, then, uh, you know, the businesses realize like there is an interest for that kind of product and for that kind of market. And they will provide more mm -hmm. if more people are doing this. So, yeah, my typical day at home is simple. The moment the grocery stop, uh, the grocery shopping is finished, I just do segregation because then mm -hmm. the trash that is being created is organic waste. So I can just do composting. Uh, currently, I'm doing composting uh, he here. Not 100% because I, I cannot compost uh, like, you know, fish bone and, and, and meat stuff at home. Mm -hmm. So I still use, I still throw it in the landfill. Unfortunately, in Indonesia, we cannot really process it. But if you live in a country, like for example, the Netherlands, where, where we, where I used to live, they process it completely hundred mm -hmm. mm -hmm. percent. Like for example, in the city of Nijmegen at that time, they turn it into a biofuel for the buses. Like, wow. you feel good because you make sure that your trash doesn't end up anywhere else. And then it's actually being reused as biofuel for the buses that you took. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a win-win in a way. So that's something that you can do as well. Yeah, And that actually makes you also become a little bit innovative, like the older times, right? Like our uh, grandma's grandpas. I remember my grandma, what you're describing is exactly how my grandma used to live. And she used, she used to have a happy life. So then I wanted to ask you as well, like, did you come up as well? Did you think of some interesting innovations that you have to come up with? So um, I had a plenty innovation at that time because I, guys, I started in 2016 and believe me, when I started in 2016, there is no shop that sell this, I did a toothpaste tablet or, you know, like deodorant in a tin jar and yeah. all of this fancy stuff. They don't have it. They don't, they don't care at that time. You know, there is only like this crazy people like me that is doing this. So, yeah, yeah. So the market was like, okay, this is not interesting to do business. Yeah. So what I did is, um, you know, lucky you who are born with like body sweat odor that is, that doesn't make people die in summer, let's <laughs> say. So, <laughs> but 
but unfortunately i'm sweating so i'm i'm sweating so i need i need i need deodorant right and deodorant at that time come in plastic all of them almost all of them come in plastic so what i did is i need to i need i need to be innovative so i made i made a several um let's say prototype of deodorants for myself <laughs> okay like I like I use so many different things. Um, like in the beginning, I used baking soda, only baking soda, right? Mm-hmm, but then, mm-hmm. but then I didn't realize that I have sensitive skin. So what happened is, uh, first degree burn on my armpit, not fun. But <laughs> oh my, I realized that okay, I cannot just use baking soda. I need to use buffering system for it. Um, so. This is this is where where the brain start working. Like, okay, what kind of system? Okay, um, well, I can use coconut oil because coconut oil is hard and solid when yeah. it's cold, right? So you can use it as like balm in a way. Mm. And then what else, what else that is absorb uh, sweat? Like for example, um, corn flour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Flour yeah. absorbs sweat as well. So I was just like combining these different things, you know, like in different concentration, using myself as a guinea pig. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so, so that's that's the journey that is happening in the past. Uh, and then once once I get the recipe right, right, you get the recipe right. I was like, okay, but it doesn't smell like anything. So I was like, oh, I I, I add cinnamon, so so it smells, you know, ah. like, let's say this kind of thing. So so that's that's the thing that I did. And another thing that you didn't even realize at that time is. When you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Toothbrush, I can get it with bamboo. There is a lot of bamboo toothbrush out there right now. Mm-hmm. Toothpaste at that time. Mm. There is no toothpaste without yeah. plastic. So there comes my problem. So after three months of me giving a try the Zero's Lifestyle, I'm running out of toothpaste. And I'm like, <laughs> I cannot buy the normal one anymore. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, I start making my own toothpaste. Okay. So there's there's some recipe online of people making you know like this natural homemade toothpaste using baking soda. Basically, baking soda is my friends on the first yeah couple of years of uh, you know living zero is because it's actually you know you can clean anything with baking yes. soda and vinegar or lemon. Oh my god, it's Any- like the com- perfect perfect combination. It, it anything works. anything that you need, you use that. You know, it's like true. this kind of. I'm sorry, but it's cheap, guys. I it's true. It's true. It's like, true. I tried to clean uh, the bathroom the other day, and I was using all those famous brands. And there was uh-huh. specific mold in specific parts, and I couldn't take it out. And once I used baking soda and vinegar, immediately within three hours, first of all, it was sparkly and it smelled so good. And my partner was like, "What did you do? What happened? It looked, it's so shiny." And I was like, "Just, just baking soda and and vinegar. And That's it." Yes. Yeah. For for whoever working in like big company listening to this, I'm very sorry, but I have to <laughs> break the news that there is alternative that is cheaper for people who would like to use, yeah. you know, like products. Maybe you can try to change your packaging. Then then I will <laughs> make I it will look like making soda. Use your product, yeah, that's right. So changing the packaging will be one way. Yeah, but also yeah. at the same time, you know, like for example, like right now I'm I'm pregnant. Cleaning yeah. chemicals is really not good for, for, people, for people who are pregnant, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I come back, I come back again to the baking soda and vinegars and, and lemon. Yeah. Sometimes salt. Salt also yeah. can, can be so clean, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's like the holy grail of solution that I have. And nice. you know, right now 
I I stopped making the deodorant because I found out there is a stone called alu stone. It's sort of an absurdity, but not really because it doesn't have uh, alcohol in it, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a stone. It's literally a crystal stone. Mm-hmm. You can just have the stone and then you make it wet. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets wet, you can just rub it on your armpit and it stay good for a couple of hours if it is not hot. And if it is cold, it can stay for the whole day. And I, you, you can just buy one of this block of yeah. stone. Yeah. And it stays with you for like almost one year. So it's also a money saving thing. Oh, wow. 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 It's incredible. It is incredible. Like whoever invented this, thank you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of it. like in Indonesia, they also use it um, as a disinfectant for water. Yeah. yeah. But I wanted to ask you some, why do you think It's so, you're, you're describing so nicely and it sounds actually much easier than anybody would think. However, I feel like a lot of people are hesitant because maybe they think that it's easier if I go out to buy a bottle of water, it's easier to buy takeout food, everything is easier. Do you think that's the reason that a lot of people are hesitant and they don't adopt zero waste uh, philosophy? I, I think I think it's really simple. Mm-hmm. People hate it when you pick their behavior. Like, yeah, yeah, as simple as that, because this is basically changing behavior. Yeah, you change your whole day routine, not just mm-hmm. what you buy, but also the way you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I like for example, if you if you used used to buy these chips, then you don't buy it anymore. It's a lifestyle changes, right? Yeah. Your lifestyle yeah. changed. Yeah, you surely become healthier, but the changes that comes to that point require routine require discomfort you know require for you to feel like oh my god I really want that like guys don't for example I don't know don't beat yourself too much Mm, yeah yeah because because even I live this lifestyle once in a while I still enjoy ramen noodle in packaging (laughs) yeah once in a while because I was like oh my god I really want that and I was like okay you know what I've done hundred good things on zero ways I can like you yeah. know I, I'm like you know it's okay to, to do one yeah to do one yeah it's and it's easily. nice of you to admit it like you're not like building a wall and saying no I never do anything like you're you're yeah. a human and you know what it's nothing perfect about about lifestyle like yeah. seriously yeah. yeah like there is no there is no police there is no rules that saying that you have to be in this certain standard let's say yeah. Um, like I moved to three different countries in each country they have their own system and they have their own treatment and sometimes you just cannot like for example when I used to, I used to live in Maldives right um, in Maldives fruit and vegetables is being imported to the country mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then being shipped to the island where I live obviously it has packaging so i was vegetarian before i live in the maldives because in the netherlands the fruit and vegetables come easily right but then when i was in the maldives i realized like okay if i become vegetarian i'm actually increasing my footprint my carbon mm-hmm. footprint is actually increased because all of the food that is being imported to this country and being shipped to me right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what does the local do they eat tuna because Right, like two minutes in front of, like they open the door. Two minutes is ocean, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and then they they go fishing there, you know, like and then yeah. they got fish from there. So okay, if we're talking about sustainability, what is more sustainable is to eat tuna because tuna doesn't come in packaging. 
it comes in like abundant amount and these people know how to process it in mm -hmm. so many different ways mm -hmm. so i start eating fish mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i started eating fish at that time I, I i stopped being vegetarian not completely because of course you know like i really enjoy my vegetables and, mm -hmm. and i really mm -hmm. like it but i try to use vegetables that is locally for example coconut how to treat coconut from salty food sweet food whatever treatment that that you can get so this is also something that you can give it a try guys um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what i mean is like adapt right adapt things um and then do it from the place of love yeah because if you do it from the place of fear yeah behavior changes will not work yeah you will it will work just when authority is there when there is a guy look out for you and then you know like you're being scared of things then you do it mm. but if it's come from the place of love doesn't matter yeah. if there is anybody in there or not you still do it so somebody who's listening right now and he's kind of like skeptical and um, how what are three tips that they can incorporate in the day life and start now not tomorrow like right now make a small change based on what you're saying yes Um, first of all, I think if you live in a country, let's say in Europe, for example, uh, you will already get used to using this reusable tumbler. Mm -hmm. Let's say mm -hmm. like bottle, drinking bottle. bottle. You, you already use that. You already use tap water, drink tap water. You already do that. Not in Indonesia. Please do not drink tap water in Indonesia if you're in Indonesia. Um, yeah. Not healthy and not safety. But um, if you already start that, then you can start next step. Mm -hmm. um, the next step is to audit your trash know what you're throwing away because without knowing what you're throwing away you cannot reduce it if you mm -hmm. don't have the data you cannot reduce it right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. segregate your trash know okay um, for one week I throw away this much trash this much organic this much plastic and then decide what kind of trash that you want to reduce mm -hmm. so which one that you want to reduce And then um, start from one thing. Don't get overwhelmed to start with everything. And please, if you have a container that comes in plastic and it's reusable, keep mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. don't just throw them away because they're they're plastic. No, 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 no. I'm not saying we are against plastic. We are against single use of stuff. Mm -hmm. If the stuff is being used only one time, then we don't want to use it anymore. You know, I mean, we can do another podcast when, when it comes to like, Uh, menstrual product that there's yeah. a lot oh of, yeah definitely oh yeah you know, like like about, about that right um but but the the idea is that we want to reduce the single use mm -hmm. stuff and if you can if you can push it towards maybe maybe start with food containers maybe mm -hmm. start with like focusing on on whole food let's say and then later on you start with their cleaning and hygiene product like soap shampoo see if you can get a shampoo bar if you cannot um, find find a shampoo that you know like for example there are brands right now that you can return the packaging to them mm -hmm. and they will process it and then you know like you get a discount from that do do that thing yeah. as well um do the research and mm -hmm. you know make it fun watch documentary that's also yeah. something that do because this lifestyle has been there for quite some time right now i mean i started in 2016 it's almost 10 years in, in three years there's almost 10 years i i yeah. do this um and i'm not perfect and so mm. don't don't feel that you are a failure just because you failed one time yeah. um because uh you know what i realized is that when people's doing this lifestyle they look at me and they're like but you've done this you've done that like 
trust me, I failed in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I failed. I, I sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I feel, sometimes I feel like, okay, um, you know, because I'm, I'm married with somebody who doesn't, who doesn't get used to with this lifestyle and we just start having, you know, like living together, like having mm-hmm. the same house. Sometimes you go home with this plastic bag and then I was like, uh, we talk about this and he was like, shoot, I forgot, you know, like this kind of thing. So, so it's okay. You know, like don't, yeah. don't, don't beat yourself up and, and invite your friends and family. It's more fun to do it together rather than yeah. do it. That is so amazing, Nila. Like, I think that you will, you will become an amazing mother. You will have a beautiful imprint in your child. And speaking of that, I also wanted to ask you, closing this beautiful conversation, what would you want your children to remember of you? Um, not just my children, but this is basically the why of my life. If you, if you don't know what is your why, uh, check on the books by Simon Sinek uh, called Start With Why. There's some exercise in there for you to yeah. find your why. Uh, my why is like I want to be remembered as somebody who do who try who try my best to do good to this mm-hmm. earth, and not the opposite. Let's say, so even though it's just small stuff that I do just by reducing trash at home, I hope to be remembered as something like as 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 that person. Let's say, and we can do another podcast for like zero waste baby because I am Please. going <laughs> crazy with this diapers industry you know like i have a lot we have a girl we need to talk we we need to talk about it because i have so many stuff that i can donate so many toys oh you have no idea this is a huge huge discussion 100 about parents new mothers really so many things that we can discuss about us about our needs that needs to, need to be met yeah yeah i know i know i know But closing this uh, conversation, I wanted to ask you when people can find you, what platforms do you use and how we can come in touch with you? So this is where is Instagram. Everybody, I think everybody have Instagram. Just follow me at Nona No Plastic. Maybe later on, uh, I'll put it on on the description and just contact me there. I'm very responsive on Instagram. And yeah, I would love to hear and, you know, hear what you did. Tag me if you actually do something. Would love to share it as well with the people. Well, okay, we have homework. For the people who watch this episode, please, after a week, come back to Nila and tell her what three things you did to eliminate waste in your life. Well, thank you so much, Nila, for being here today. It was a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really, really excited and I'm really, really curious what people will say about this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you.